Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where once a week we delve into the darkest recesses of the internet to find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt Heron. Uh, I'm Jeff Icebreaker Kowalski. (laughs) I'm Louisa Christmas Cheer Heron. So, Jeff, are you, like, really good at striking up small talk at parties? (laughs) Uh, no, Ice is the name of a program, and I'm good at breaking it. Oh, okay. Oh, the the one that keeps arresting immigrants? Oh. I mean, I'd like to break that, am I right? I really, really liked in that new Terminator, when the Terminator is just cutting up Border Patrol agents with his sword arms. That part was really cool. I didn't see that, but I also, that's my favorite part, too. It was in the, it was, it was in the trailer, and I was like, ooh. Uh, and then I got to the actual movie, and was like, yeah, that scene is awesome. Why am I so horny right now? (laughs) (laughs) Turns out that's your thing. Yeah, what's that's that's everybody's thing. Yeah, love those sword arms. Not the Border Patrol part, Jeff just has a weird thing for sword arms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's everybody's thing, though. Have you been on the internet? That's why he likes Ezio from, uh, Assassin's Creed so much. Uh, kind of adjacent to sword arms, one of my biggest celebrity crushes is that lady who had the sword legs in Kingsman. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, we talked about that. I have that. no idea who, what you're Sophia talking about. Sophia Batella, like she those, played the mummy. Is this like those blade legs that uh, people who've lost one of their legs and then become runners It was, have? yes, it was like that, uh, that, but they w- were also swords. <laughs> that know. seems... Like it wouldn't work. Yeah, that movie's cool though. <laughs> okay, you got me there. Like it's not about whether it would work; it's about how cool it would be if there were sword legs. Mm-hmm. How do you feel, feel about that gun leg from that uh, Grindhouse movie? Uh, uh, oh, Planet Terror. I'm ambivalent. Sure. Who is that? Rose McGowan. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I feel like Rose McGowan is probably actually a pretty cool person, but for some reason, I'm just like ugh every time she's involved in anything. <laughs> uh. She was because she was married to question mark. Uh, uh, Robert Marilyn Rodriguez. Manson. Oh. Marilyn Manson. She was married really to Marilyn state. Manson, and also when the Me Too movement happened, she was like, "Yeah, I've decided I'm going to quit Hollywood because of how horribly sexist it is." And I was like, "Oh, you're the only person who's actually like, like put it, like completely committing to to not working with sexists anymore." I mm. I do appreciate that. I think that that's a bold move. Um, but also <laughs> all of the movies you've been you've been in seemed very tiresome to me. I always feel bad when there's an actor like that where it's like, oh man, that person's like a philanthropist and a really good person and has never made a single good career choice. They've never (laughs) read a script that was good and said, yes, I'll be in that movie. I have kind of the opposite feeling about Susan Sarandon, who I feel like every movie she's ever been in, I've really enjoyed her performance, but she's an actual crazy person in real life. And I don't, (laughs) I feel like I'm somehow enabled her craziness by giving money to the project she does. She's the the one who um, is very left wing, right? Yeah, she's yeah, the one who said that way. she. She's the one who said that she understands it that you might want to vote for Donald Trump over Hillary Clinton because Bernie Sanders didn't get the nomination. <sighs> yeah, <sighs> it's all complicated. Louisa, you were going to say something. Was I? You, you started to about? say something. Can you, can no. You give me a clue. <laughs> uh, I can, but I will not. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. To... I will give you a, a clue. Uh, I have three legs in the morning. Oh, oh okay. 
I can do this. I have five legs in the afternoon. <laughs> Holy moly. Uh-huh. And I have 1,000 legs at night. Oh my what God. am I? All right. Uh, a butterfly. He yeah. only tells lies, <laughs> and I only yeah. tell the truth, so ask me. <laughs> what do you think Matt thinks the answer to this riddle is, Ah, you may pass. <laughs> oh, my God, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Jesus. Our co-DMing is getting way better, just so you know. What? Our co-DMing is oh, getting way better. Yeah, good gag. Uh, uh, I I don't know, I don't remember if we talked about this, but for a while we were co-DMing a Dungeons & Dragons game that was pretty fun, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I wish we hadn't stopped that one, I kind of miss it. Yeah, I miss that one too, but uh, I will say, co-DMing usually means like taking turns running campaigns or whatever, it would be very weird to run a single game with two DMs at the table. <laughs> They're both behind one big screen together. Yeah, like, I think that could be fun if you were really in sync with each other, and you could like, duck down behind the screen and be like, hey, should we kill them now? Yep, talking we, in your special twin language. Should we throw a dragon at them? <laughs> Etc. Uh, yeah, I think that there's a lot of responsibilities for a dungeon master, so it would be very nice to have two. But at the same time, I'm not sure uh, how it could or would work. Could you write a game system specifically to be run by two people? <laughs> could God Ooh, write a game system so challenging? <laughs> yeah, we don't need God to do that. There's plenty of game systems yeah, that are way say, too challenging to play. Fate, isn't that? <laughs> Or Warhammer 40,000. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I always wanted to play one of those uh, Warhammer, like, RPGs, because, like, the Warhammer 40k world is really stupid in a way that I love, but <laughs> I don't want to have to buy a thousand little action figures and paint them. Yes. Uh, yeah, that seems like have... the only interesting part, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I have a bunch of them because they were free with Humble Bundles over the time. Yeah, same. The, the years. The time but of like, your life? Yeah. Okay. But, like, they none of them have names that <clears throat> indicate what the content is and whether I would enjoy them or not. So it's like, Warhammer 40k colon Vermintide. I don't know what that is. Is that... Is that a game I'd like to play? I don't know. Oh, that's a video game. I mean the tabletop games. Oh, tabletop games. I thought you were talking yeah. about video games. Uh, Vermintide is Warhammer regular type, uh, not 40,000 years in the future. Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's about zombie yeah. zombie rats or something. I don't know. It's, yeah, that's the it. problem. It's stupid. That I, don't, I don't know any of this shit. Yeah. So is there a Warhammer that's now? Because there's a Warhammer in ye old fantasy land, right? And then there's one in the future. And <laughs> War- <laughs> Warhammer Warhammer. 1999. Yeah. <laughs> we want, like, somewhere between the two. Warhammer yeah. Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Warhammer 1999, you all just play extreme teens. Wait, wait, <laughs> guys, we just mm-hmm. invented Shadowrun. Ah, oh, shit. Shadowrun is Actually, a cyberpunk game that has got orcs and elves and whatnot. Okay. Speaking of Shadowrun, um, have you played Disco Elysium yet, Jeff? No. Is it available on the Switch? <laughs> no, it's a PC okay. game. Yeah, well, that's why I haven't played it then. <laughs> Do you know about it? Do you know? Uh, the- I've, I've heard the it. name, and I've heard that people like it, and that's it. That's all it's I know. Very, it's very Shadowrun-esque. It's like, uh, I mean, the, the reason that people are talking about it is because it has, like, an extremely robust... Um, 
like dialogue system and creative solutions to problems and that kind of thing. So a lot of people are saying it's the most like playing a tabletop game that a Ooh. video game has ever been. Um, and I agree. It's pretty good. I haven't played very much of it, but it's pretty good. Is that your thing for this to, week? Uh, sequel to Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah. Disco uh, Elysium. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Why it's is it very, called Disco? I hate that. I hate that it's called that. It's very weird because it's, it's, the I guess the premise of it, which isn't very well explained, but is that like the the sort of uh drug f- the <laughs> yeah, sort of on. like dr- drug fueled um idealism of the seventies never got toned down by the practicalism of the eighties and instead just continued in that direction. So it's mm-hmm. like retro futurism, but instead of retro to the eighteen hundreds, it's retro to the nineteen seventies. And it's like a future where everyone is into disco and is very on drugs all the time. And like socialism has sort of ruined everything, but still it seems better than capitalism. Like the worst parts of it are still capitalist. Mm. Um, and it does a good job of being like, just so you know, this problem isn't socialism. The problem here is the capitalism behind this socialism. Mm, I wonder how many people are going to pick up on that subtext. Um, no, I mean, I'm, I, you may think that I'm saying that that's subtext. It's literally text in the game. The, <laughs> oh, your okay. main character, as he's walking around, you sort of see his internal monologue. Um, mm-hmm. and depending on how you play him, different areas of his, like, personality and political philosophy and stuff get stronger or weaker. Uh, mm-hmm. and I have been playing my guy to be extremely pro-worker and anti-capitalist. <laughs> and so maybe that's why, but. My mind keeps on being like, yeah, no, communism is the only way to live. <laughs> All right. Uh, I would love to live in a commune. Would, would you, you? <laughs> I don't think I would, even though the I pro- talk about it. The problem with communism is that a commune necessitates having, like, an interconnected relationship with other people, and I hate that. Mm, <laughs> yeah, I can see where that would be, uh, <laughs> where that would be not appealing. Somebody talked about a utopia where, like, you would know just the people around you, like, you're not disconnected from them. And I thought how, they mentioned, like, going to a restaurant and knowing the waitress and the chef and everything. And I thought about how terrible that would be if yes. you were getting incredibly bad service because you knew the waitress had just broken up with her boyfriend friend and she was having a hard time but also like you felt like you couldn't say anything even though it was your wife's birthday or something like it's a hell that's hell (laughs) yes and i i often feel like i think that like a lot of people would be like yeah it's hell for you but it would make her life better or whatever but for me if i was the waiter and i just had something terrible happen Mm -hmm. i would like relish in the uh, opportunity to lose my humanity in my job for a little while yeah i do that in my regular job a lot yeah, i do that all the time i'm always like haha i'm gonna go into work today and no one's gonna know that i yeah. whatever something terrible happened last mm, night. what did i do this weekend none of your business yes exactly oh it's so good yeah oh how are you feeling today i'm fine yeah yep oh. <laughs> the end oh my god you guys there is a nightmare person who works at the wawa nearest my house oh my god. i don't know what to do about it like a Slender Man? Yeah. yeah Are we talking much, like a, a werewolf? <laughs> yes. It's a Slender Man werewolf. But <laughs> the thing is, he's not tall and skinny and he doesn't turn into any kind of beast. Mm-hmm. He's more like a like a mid twenties young man. Mm-hmm. Um but he does that forceful banter to you all the time. Ah uh, no. Oh my god. Yesterday I went to Wawa and I was getting a cup of coffee for Jen and I like poured the coffee and went up to the counter and like 
there was another person who was walking up to the counter at the same time, and she got, like, she got there first, fine. And then he's like, hey, sorry, man, she got here first. And I was like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> and then, like, he was, like, checking her out or whatever, and then when she checked out, she he was like, all right, move it up, move it up, we got a line here. And I'm like, she's still standing there, I don't want to rush her. And then I got up there, and he's like, hey, how's it going? Like, oh, you can't buy this coffee, sorry, buddy. And I'm like, Please stop. <laughs> yeah, I hate people who want to really pal around with you. I never want Wawa! Yeah, like, what don't do this to me. Why are you doing it? <laughs> yeah. The thing is, the first, mm-hmm. the very first time I went there and he was there and he started joking around with me, I was doing the same thing of, of oh, not trying to disguise my loathing for him at all. Uh, and he was like, hey, hey, I'm just joking around. And I just said, don't. <laughs> uh-huh. And... And he still did, but I'm hoping he starts to remember me as the person who openly hates him. Yeah. I feel Um, like young people are really trying on personalities a lot, because we had... There's so many new UPS people just hired for the I thought you were going to say, there's so many youths. (laughs) That's true, also. So, we got this guy, and he he delivers to us sometimes. He drives a moving truck, because they don't have enough uh, UPS trucks right now. And Mm -hmm. he'll come in, and he does a delivery in the morning, then a pickup of stuff going out in the afternoon. And the other day, he came in the afternoon, and he delivered 50 boxes that morning, so everything's kind of hell. And he comes back, he's like, oh, didn't finish those boxes, huh? And I said, what? And he didn't say anything else. (laughs) You 21-year-old asshole. (laughs) Don't start palling around with me. Oh, fuck. We're not having a friendship. (laughs) The thing is, and I know, I know that there are people listening to this who are like, actually, those people are good people and you guys are misanthropes. (laughs) And you're right. But also, here's the thing. You can't have fun with someone without them opting into it. (laughs) Yes. And you didn't give me the option to opt out. (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, like, obviously it's less severe, but my consent is still important in any, anytime you want to have fun with me, you need to get my consent first. Yeah. Yeah. And you can do it casually. You can be like, how about this weather? And see how the person reacts. Yeah. (laughs) If they're like, yeah, it's cold. And then they don't say anything else. Hmm, you're not going to have a conversation. But if they want to talk about it, you can talk about it. Yeah, dip your toes in. Just check about the weather first. That's always like a good bet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In the same Mm. way, like, a lot of these people just aggressively don't pick up on your your social cues mm-hmm. of like I obviously don't want anyone to talk to me and I'm usually wearing headphones when I'm out of the house because I hate when people talk to me yeah. and like when these people try to make jokes to me when I'm wearing my headphones what more could I do to signal to you that I do not want to hear your stupid opinions yeah uh. that's the thing yeah but I'm I'm not consenting. I'm not turning my key in this nuclear launch of this terrible conversation. I know. I feel like they're they're seeing your headphones and sending any signal that gives them directly to their lizard brain that's like, but I want to talk anyway. Yeah, <laughs> they're maybe. just ignoring it. Yeah. Uh, Louisa, what got you through this week? Uh, I've been working on a bunch of recipes today. I like I had told you guys before. I Ooh, just so have strange. not had the energy to do anything. I've just been going to bed early and everything every mm. night. 
But today I, I'm making roast beef right now, which I put in right before we started. And it's supposed to take three hours, but I am always worried that, uh, it's going to cook super fast and it'll be done before we're done the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I made whoopie pies early this morning that I am going to sell at work for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. And I made, uh, gingerbread brandy. So that was fun. Um, Ooh, yeah, how I, was it? I'm very, <clears throat> sorry. Mm, I don't know. It's still infusing. I only made it. I see. I'm, uh, I'm sad that it doesn't seem like we're going to have time to do our annual Christmas cookie bake, Louisa. I always enjoy that, but I think yeah. we're both like freaking out about the time we have left before Christmas. Yeah, the way it lined up with just the, the short December, um, the short, I should say, short post-Thanksgiving uh, season this year, because Thanksgiving moves around and it's as late as it could have been, I think, this yeah. year. So it's less time between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and then also like the way, because Christmas is right in the middle of a week, so the way the weekends line up is not great. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much this year. We'll have to do like a Valentine's Day cookie bake or something. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, I, I've i been, like, before I went away for a business trip last week, I'd been trying to bake a new baked good every week to practice my baking, but I don't know if I have the energy anymore. It feels too expected this time of year. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I want to defy expectations. <laughs> yep. And it's hard because there, there are a million art projects you can do when you are when you have the energy, but cooking, you can only do it last minute, and it really sucks. Yes, that's true. <sighs> There's a few things that you can freeze or like make ahead of time, candies and stuff, but almost everything is only really going to be good right after you make it. Counter point though uh i love making a meal for dinner that i know will have so many leftovers that i can eat through the rest of the week i made mm -hmm. penne with vodka sauce for dinner last night mm. Ugh, i'm gonna have that all week i'm gonna have that every lunch yeah yeah i've got mm. that little beef roast in the oven and that is gonna be dinner for at least four days mm. what's a good way to reheat roast beef that it doesn't get like dry and unpleasant you want to slice it in it? the oven what's that do you do it in the oven? No, you want to slice it pretty thin and put it in a covered saucepan with a little bit of beef stock and just heat it over low heat, just till it warms through. Mm, that sounds bad. <laughs> Why? Because then it's just going to be all soupy. Mm, soup. Beef stew. <laughs> you take it out of the liquid. <laughs> soup is everyone's favorite food. How could soupy be bad? <laughs> You want to do it that way, because uh, when you're poaching something, you're heating it as gently as you possibly can. Yes, but I don't know. I, it's the same reason why I understand intellectually that sous vide, like... Mm -hmm is a good way to cook and it makes sense for certain things but the idea it it's just basically boiling the thing <laughs> i can't get it away from the texture i associate with boiled meats bad mm, i guess so but it's very soft because it's barely <clears throat> boiling them yeah but i don't know i mean again i i know intellectually but mm -hmm. it seems like it's just gonna be bland and cardboardy yeah i guess yeah i um i think that it's reasonable to have a fear of boiled foods <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did you guys see the nightmare food that Arby's put out as like a, uh, when? a joke, maybe, of the meat vegetables? Oh, um, the merit was the thing over the summer. You were way out of date on that. Yeah, no. well, I didn't see it until this past week, so <laughs> it's new to me. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about this meat carrot. Can Is this your thing for this week, Matt? 
No, fucking stop trying to make every word I say be the thing from this week. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna tie up my thing. I'm gonna bring that gingerbread brandy to our party next weekend. So. Ooh, hmm, cool. I'll have, to, I'll have to think about what good cocktails it could go into. Yeah. Do you want me to pass it off, or Matt? Do you want to tell us about Arby's meats? I mean, I don't know that we need to go into it. It's a sous vide turkey log <laughs> painted orange. <laughs> I wish they sold those uh, for real because they don't, and so it's nothing basically. Yeah. Why would you want? Why would you wish that? <laughs> to find out what it's like. It's just you a carrot shaped. It's a carrot shaped piece of ham. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's turkey. Oh, is it? Whatever. <laughs> it's just a chopped up turkey breast that's been rolled into a log and then sous vide for like forty minutes or something. Yeah. And then rolled in carrot powder. What's mm-hmm. carrot powder? You ask. No one knows. Impossible to say. <laughs> Yep. If it's derived it's from carrots, then I'm calling uh, I'm I'm calling Arby's out for using a vegetable to make their fake vegetable. Yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, all, all right. right. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so, Jeff, what did you do? No, I'm no. trying to. <laughs> oh fuck! Sorry, Louisa. You, know. you can't talk over me handing it off by handing it off. <laughs> So I'm going to turn it around on you. Matt, what did you do this week? Okay, so I was uh, trying to keep myself entertained while I was in a hotel in Boston all week. And one of the ways that I often do that is by watching dumb YouTube videos. I started watching a few videos by this on this channel called VG Myths. Have you okay. guys heard of this? Ooh, no. No. <clears throat> So it's this guy who uh, does runs of video games where he has put, like, absolutely absurd restrictions on himself. Um, the oh one that, I, that started me watching it was he said, Could you beat Pokemon Red or Blue without ever getting hit one time? <laughs> uh, and apparently it's extremely difficult, but it is possible he did beat the game without ever taking one point of damage from any enemy at any point. How? How did he do so, it? So the hardest part was at the very beginning when you get your starter Pokemon, you have to do a fight, obviously, against your rival. And uh, because scary. they're both they're both the same level and neither of them know like quick attack or whatever, it's kind of impossible to one hit that one. So apparently you have to pick Charizard because then your rival picks Bulbasaur and Bulbasaur has Tail Whip as one of its two starting moves. And, so, and then you have to just keep restarting the game until Bulbasaur uses Tail Whip three times in a row so that you can beat it with with claw Jesus in those Christ. three rounds. Uh, and then after that, you get a Rattata, teach it quick attack, and level it up to level 100, and then you one-hit like everything in the game. There's more <laughs> stuff than that, but that's basically it. It sounds miserable. <laughs> I mean, it is. I'm sure it's miserable to play, but it, for me, it's very interesting to see how people did... <laughs> A, a huge amount of math to figure out exactly what they needed to do to to beat games. He mm. also beat Super Mario Odyssey without jumping, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is very good. Uh, I kind of did that because I never bothered learning those special jumps you're supposed to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did kind of the opposite of that because there, he couldn't do any special jumps, but there's a thing where if you fall off a ledge onto your hat that you've thrown, it bounces you up into the air. Mm. And so that's how he managed to get all the way to the end of the game without jumping any, any times. Okay. Uh, 
it was a very funny video though because he found out when you get to the very end of the game uh Toadette has a jump counter where she says the number of times you've jumped and she talked he talked to her and it said 39 <laughs> and he was oh, like no. what <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> apparently because the button to talk to NPCs is the same as the jump button it uh. counts every time you talk to people as a jump oh my god so, so he had to to play the game through again but it doesn't count as a jump if you're already in the air so he had to talk to every npc while falling <laughs> that's too much no, it's great it's very amusing yeah. he, he doesn't have a ton of them uh he also did um uh the reason that i started playing legend of zelda breath of the wild again is because i watched his video he played through the entire of legend of zelda breath of the wild without opening the menu <laughs> Yeah, I had, um, I, I had suggested to me on YouTube a bunch of times, can you beat New Super Mario Bros. 2 without collecting any coins? Um, okay. and for those who don't know, that's the game where everything is coins all the time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and you collect like hundreds per level normally. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Uh, so anyway, they're pretty good. I mean, video game YouTubers are kind of, insufferable yeah. by and large and this guy doesn't totally avoid that but i appreciate the preparation he does and the thought that he puts into how these games work so there's that yeah that i'm pretty good i'm for sure going to watch some of these i've already subscribed <laughs> yeah <laughs> for uh, video game stuff i only ever look at the polygon stuff because <clears throat> i like them but i haven't branched out oh uh, yeah. yeah polygon is very good i mean brian david gilbert did that um uh, the Sims video this past week, which is extremely good <laughs> and sad. <laughs> did you watch it yet? Nope. Oh. Um, did we already talk about Besties it. being back on this show? I think so, I but if not, everyone yeah. should be listening to Besties. Yeah. Oh, one of you didn't like it, though. Matt? I love it. Yeah, I like it. Oh, someone else I talked to then, I was like, Besties is back, and I'm like, nah, I never really liked it. Oh. Huh. That was one of you guys, I it guess. It definitely not. wasn't either of us. Yeah, no, I, that's, I think- the, it, getting to listen to the McElroys without Travis is just such a relief. <laughs> And, oh, so mean. <laughs> and you get to hear them talk about video games, something I actually care about, instead of talking at length about, I don't know, Gallivant? <laughs> I guess that's <laughs> because Travis isn't there. <laughs> oh, boy. They've been really on the ball lately on the show, though. I'm really appreciate it, appreciating it. When someone a little while ago said that they just happened to sneeze really loud, but sometimes people give them dirty looks. They're like, no, you don't happen to sneeze really loud. You are doing that on purpose and you're being an asshole. Don't do yes. that. Yes. <laughs> Somebody in one of the Facebook groups was uh, posted like, Does, has anybody noticed that uh, Griffin and Justin are being way meaner to Travis the past couple weeks? <laughs> like, yeah, and we all love it. <laughs> yep. The thing <sighs> is, when you are in a forced to be in a sibling relationship with the kind of person who is impervious to self criticism, you have to be extra critical of them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't mind Travis that much. He's the one who will keep things moving a lot of times when they just get caught up in bullshit. Yeah, that's true. I don't mind him. I just, um, the funniest parts of the show are when he says something insufferable and Justin and Griffin are like, Travis, I'm going to push you into traffic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the, the biggest thing that, that bothers me about Travis isn't on the show, but he does the thing that infuriates me that people do online all the time where they're like, Hey, everyone out there, I just want you all to know that I love you and I think you're doing a great job. You can't do that. You are not allowed to do that because we're not all doing a good job. <laughs> 
absolutely can't be. You don't know who who's getting that message, and so your message is meaningless, and only the people who shouldn't be getting that message will be the ones internalizing it. Yeah, I feel like that's uh, due to him being friends with Lin-Manuel Miranda, because he didn't really used to do that so much. Oh, God, <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Let me tell you, I watched uh, one of the things I've been doing lately is because of Disney Plus, I've been like, oh, I should watch all of the lesser, less popular Disney movies because Mm -hmm. I might as well. I like the animated ones. And so I watched Moana and fuck, that's a very good movie. And the music is really good. And it's by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And it makes me feel weird because (laughs) I don't really like him very much. But that music is good. He's a genuinely talented man. Just hearing him speak is insufferable. Uh, it's also very funny in uh, Moana because you can 100% hear the parts uh, in the background vocals that he is singing. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is true. <laughs> that is true. Oh, it's man. weird how like I couldn't tell you the quality of his voice that makes it so recognizable, but I 100% know exactly his voice every time. Yeah. <sighs> well, I'm just waiting for someone to ask me yeah. about my week. Yeah, hey Jeff, what'd you do this week? <laughs> I can't. I, I was waiting too. <laughs> uh, escape this hell cube until somebody asks you how you did. Yep. Um, so I went back and rewatched a film from 1984, directed by one James Cameron, because uh, I haven't seen this movie in a long time. Uh, and, and this Terminator film two. is The Terminator. Damn. Two. Um, boy. That movie's so weird, especially um, going through... How weird is it? Uh, it's this weird. I'm holding my arms really wide. <laughs> <laughs> it's as weird as your chest. Uh, it's, it's like, it takes place ten years in our future. Like, the future parts are 2029, 20, which is already mm-hmm. weird. Like, Blade Runner takes place fully in the past now. Like, we're, <laughs> yeah. time, time keeps on slipping into the future. Um, yep. It's a nightmare. Uh, I liked it. Schwarzenegger does a very good job uh, playing an emotionless killer robot from the future. Um, Do you guys think it's weird that people in the not-that-distant past had such a poor grasp on how quickly time moves? I yeah. Think- I think if you're if you're gonna look at to the future from like 1950, it's like oh, it's hilarious. Everything's still real to real. But if you are trying to look from the 80s to the future and you didn't know how big computers were gonna get so fast, you seem way more dated. Does that make sense? I just think the thing the thing that's so weird is that like. Throughout all of human history, there's been, there's certainly been fits and starts, and, and there have been big sweeping changes of some kinds, but like, the idea to be like, well, it's the 60s now. I bet in less than 50 years, all of humanity will be replaced with robots. Like, what? You don't even have one robot! (laughs) What are you saying? It turned out that was true, because the Internet of Things has replaced people with robots. They don't need us anymore. Does that mean we can all die? (laughs) Finally. Finally. Yes! Oh, we're free from this flesh prison. (laughs) Man. Um, I... It's... That was one of the most striking things, I think, about watching The Terminator, is um, he was spot on. Like, I know he was making it about Ronald Reagan and the Star Wars program and the Cold War, but, like, man, those robots are just... They're, they're, we, we do offload all of our thinking into machines, and it's very bad. Mm-hmm. Is uh, it? 
yeah. I, I don't like thinking. That's true. I don't either. Dum, 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 I don't dum, have dum. to do it anymore. <laughs> this is a smash cut to the title sequence for a Terminator movie, is this conversation <laughs> we're having right now. <laughs> we love robots. They can never say it against us. But maybe they would, and that'd be fine, too, because then we could finally die. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I was, uh, Jen and I have this conversation fairly often uh, in relation to zombies, but I think it applies here as well. There's so much effort put into the idea of, like, if zombies happened and there was a zombie apocalypse, like, how would you survive and what would you do and whatever? But, like, just die. <laughs> just g- give up. <laughs> I feel like I would give up immediately. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Why bother? You're not going to come back from that humanity. Ugh, I feel like I wouldn't want to just die, though, is the Why? problem. It's, yeah, really? I think being alive looks sad. It would be to stay alive. You'd have to eat bugs and stuff. Yeah, but you, you, wouldn't you just, like, go out to the coast and find a boat and just go find an island somewhere? Why would you have yeah, to? But Everybody's dead. Zombies will get you otherwise. Oh. Why, would it even be a life at that point? You could survive. I'm, yeah, but mm. I like I like only the things that can be gotten through a very complicated society. <laughs> Okay, but so you couldn't live in a lighthouse on a little island somewhere. I think I probably could survive, but to what end? What am I getting out of it? Uh, what are any of us getting out of anything? All right, let me oh, try and frame I- it this way. Matt, picture yourself on a boat on a river. Mm-hmm. What's I'm the sky you. look like? Uh, it's pretty good. I like it. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely... <laughs> this fell apart very fast. The sky looks like a giant cardboard tube, I guess... The outside of the kaleidoscope is is what we're seeing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I did not anticipate from the song. <laughs> oh, fun. Uh, anyway, the Terminator is very good. That uh, that big robot skeleton is like one of the scariest monsters in any movie ever. Yeah, I've never even is seen it, the movie, but it is scary. I've seen it. Glowing there. red it eyes. Not- is it not, like, completely deflated by bad special effects at this point, though? Um, th- in the first one, there, I think, are maybe two shots totaling three seconds of the full, um, skeleton as, like, a Ray Harryhausen stop-motion model. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest of it, it's, like, enough of it is off-camera that they're just using it as, like, a regular puppet, and so it's got smooth motion. Oh, very scary. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, even with Ray Harryhausen and stuff like Medusa, like, it, does that look like a real living creature that's being filmed? No, they didn't succeed there. But is it scary? Yeah, that's fucking scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really, I am a big fan of uh, stop motion animation in movies. I just yeah. uh, this morning was watching The Empire Strikes Back despecialized version, and that movie is like all stop motion for the first half hour. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, they did, they did... The thing that's crazy is that I I feel like those stop-motion things and practical effects and, like, very bad special effects from the 80s were still scarier and more impressive than what they do now, where they, like, take a normal face and then use that morph software to make your mouth super big, which yeah. they do in every fucking scary movie now, and it's like, why? Why? Like, just a normal person screaming is scarier than... This, this looks like those commercials of dogs smiling that 
<laughs> that fast food places do. Yeah, just like yeah. move the camera around. Yeah, do anything else. Just morphing the mouth to be big? Why? Why does everyone think that's scary? That's not scary to anyone. It's especially mm, remember weird. Remember that Black Hole Sun music video. Mm, <laughs> yeah, that was it. Uh, yeah, they morph everyone's hands to be big. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> they morph everyone. Morph everyone's into everyone's <laughs> piles of blocks with shoes on them. <laughs> Uh, it's really, oh, it's really weird that horror movies do that because we've established through 50 years of film that the 100% the scariest thing in any movie is a little girl with wet hair who isn't saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> or is saying something that seems very nice, but you know she's gonna murder Yeah, yeah or she's, 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 she's singing a nursery rhyme uh, herself. You beat me to yeah. it. She's singing Ring Around the Rosie or something. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, spooky. You can't yeah. see what she's fiddling with with her hands, but it's making squishy sounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Or like slicing that's noises. Why, that's why slime became so popular amongst children. Mm-hmm. Uh, Remember that one? You could put your finger in it and make a fart noise. Yeah. <laughs> why did that tickle me so much? <laughs> I do like the idea of a horror movie where the killer is extremely terrifying but makes fart noises when he walks. <laughs> extremely terrifying but. Yes. Ah. <laughs> okay, so I picked uh, a wiki, and I've clicked mm-hmm. on... The first one I clicked on says, Not a Valid Community. That one was sure. Wiki Answers Addresses, um, which I was cool. real excited to view. <laughs> There's docs people there? Uh, I, oh, man, I bet. I'm actually going to see if we can bring up the cache for this one, because if we can, I'm absolutely go- We're going to do it. Uh, nope, there's no web cache for it. Oh, well. Um, and then the second one I clicked on was International Business Wiki, and that one says, Error, Bad Title. So I'm going to see... <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, it's a bad title, we can all agree. I'm going to see if... See, the robots are helping us out already. We don't need to worry about the robots. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, the main page of this one has been deleted, so... I don't oh, think happening? the International Business Wiki exists anymore, so let's roll again. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Man, we're we're getting through this list fast today. <laughs> yeah, we are. Ah, here we go. Okay. Today Let's we're going to uh, talk about. Well, we can never get away from it. DC database, <laughs> the DC Comics <laughs> wiki. Oh, not about Washington DC then. Nope. Now calling it DC Comics is redundant, right? Uh, DC does not stand for Detective Comics or whatever. Boo! Why not? It stands for Direct Current. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually don't remember. It stand. It stood for something at one point. It used to stand for something. God damn it! <laughs> well, it definitely did stand for Detective. <laughs> it did Comics stand at one for point. Detective Comics? That was my mistake. Uh, I yeah. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. All right. Um, the background I'm seeing here looks kind of like a blue, uh, mm, circuit board or like a uh, London Underground map. Yeah, oh, I think it just is supposed blue. to be an underground map. Is uh, it just I- the Gotham subway? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> it cuts off at the side for me, but I see part of like a Eagle Head logo for something. Yeah, that's Hawkgirl's, uh, symbol. There's also Superman's symbol and huh. Batman and Green Arrow. It's very strange. All right. Uh, DC database. DC is in their logo, which is a circle with the letters DC inside, and then database is a little banner across a, uh, speech bubble. Oh, man, I really like this new DC logo. I think that it, uh, is so much better than that weird one they had, like, five years ago that looked like a turning page. 
Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I forgot I about that. One. Uh, <laughs> if that's the one like when the Flash uh, started. That would be the logo beforehand, and it would like flip a comic book, and it would look like a D and a C combined with like a dog-eared corner. Well, I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Oh well. This one's a classic one though, huh? Because I feel like I've seen this before. Yeah, this is sort of a revamp of the one that they used a long time ago in like the seventies. All right. Uh, I'm trying to look for things. I guess all the info is on a little slideshow, so that's kind of irritating. Uh, no, I think that's the the normal slideshow that these ones have, right? Well, yeah, but I, I mean, like, I can't just read stuff. It's on a slideshow. I see. The slideshow. We are the wor- world's largest DC Comics encyclopedia <laughs> that anyone can edit. Our project contains 11,000... Nope. 111,614 articles and 133,148 images. There we go. Oh, wow. Both of those numbers have gone up significantly for me since... Uh, since we That's got here. Crazy. Is this the largest one we've been to? Mm, Over 100,000 articles? It would be impossible for me to tell, because I don't remember anything that I've ever said or done. <laughs> we'll have to wait until mm-hmm. we get to the Hack the Net wiki. Yeah, yeah exactly. <sighs> that will be yeah, the I'm largest sure. one, because it includes all the others. Oh, yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, so, there's uh, a tiled uh, selection of characters, and there's a ton of characters. And then Not that's... that many. All right, mm. how many are there? Th- six by six four. By 24 characters are <laughs> no, featured. No, six times four is 48. No, it's no it isn't. It's 24. <laughs> yeah, 24. <laughs> Wow. Uh, yeah, so there's what happened there? <laughs> I did one extra doubling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's got all the popular ones. Yep. Some of these are teams, though, which I feel like is cheating, because that's not Can we go character. through some of these and say which ones are bad? Yeah, sure. Uh, the picture that they've chosen for Robin, of Batman and Robin, is terrible. He looks like an Alfred E. Newman man-baby, and I hate it. Yes, it's... This is the art style that they were doing, like, three or four years ago when they first kind of had Damian Wayne be the main Robin, mm-hmm. and I, it made me just be like, I never want to read a Batman again. Well, I like yeah. Patrick Gleason's artwork, all right. Uh, why is everyone a fat adult baby? <laughs> it's fine. He just makes everyone have these weird chubby cheeks. At least it's distinct. Mm. Um, Harley Quinn is a bad character, right? Yeah, and she sucks. Um, I really liked her as the, like, sort of throwback, uh, gangster mall, like, gun mall. <laughs> that was very fun. Just like, uh, she's, she's, like, toting a Tommy gun and has on a clown suit. Fun. But now they're like, mm, what if instead she's, like, uh, Hot Topic Deadpool? <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> wow, you didn't think that there could be any more of a hot topic Deadpool than Deadpool, but you're right. <laughs> yeah, <It is>. yeah. <laughs> it, it's like those uh, we've talked about several times the cellar door, the combination of <laughs> syllables that is like the most perfect in the <laughs> English language. I feel like the opposite of that is hot topic Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, we found the the cursed phrase, the killing word. Yep. Yeah. Uh. I've I've been watching on DC Universe the new Harley Quinn cartoon, and it's actually pretty funny. Okay. Um, It's just the the problem is just that Harley Quinn is, like, such an unpleasant character, not necessarily in terms of her stories, but in terms of what she represents. Yeah. Yeah. And that is very upsetting to the point that even, I'm sure that she could be written well, and like, you know, in the old 
Batman animated series, one of my favorite episodes was the one where Harley Quinn decides to not be Joker's sidekick anymore and just becomes a normal person and has like a very terrible day. And then Bruce Wayne is really nice to her. And I, I think that's a very good episode. But at the same time, I'm like, but no one should like Harley Quinn. She's a terrible, terrible character. Yeah, her choices are either just a completely personality free yes man to the Joker, yep. or that she actually was a real person who got, like, kidnapped and brainwashed by him and now loves him in a creepy, extremely fucked up way. And then whether she gets out of that or not, you're not really telling a good story there. And it seems like she's become a weird icon for people in unhealthy S&M relationships, and that's not a thing that should have an icon. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I like the, the aspect, though, of being able to tell stories about, like, abuse and trauma through superheroes. I just wish they didn't pick their, uh, weird clown joke character to do that. (laughs) And I wish that they made it more clear that Harley Quinn is the victim and not somebody to, like, not a, a lifestyle to try to emulate. Mm, You can never stop people from trying to emulate the bad guys. (laughs) yes. That's true. (sighs) Uh, also on this list that sucks is Suicide Squad because it's the one that has (laughs) Harley in it. Yes. (laughs) I was going to say, who do I not recognize here? The Adam. I don't know anything about the Adam Mm -hmm. except he's on League of Legends and he turns small, I guess. Yeah, he gets real little. Okay. And he was voiced by John McGinley on the the cartoon (laughs) show, which was so funny because it was the same time Scrubs was out and I was like, hey. (laughs) I love that everyone on Justice League, like the cartoon was... A sort of famous, like, television actor from ten years earlier. (laughs) Yeah. That was very nice. That's like that that weird thing with Gargoyles, which was just a Disney... Uh, afternoon TV show, but it also happened to have all the voice actors from Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah, very just strange. the entire cast of Star Trek The Next Generation <laughs> on this unrelated cartoon show. Uh, uh, I like the DC Universe a lot. I do too. Um, I really think that the few characters that are interesting are extremely interesting. Yeah, Most of my favorite mm. comics are DC comics, though I think that... Um, Lately, Marvel has been more consistently, like, trying new weird things, which I like, but, you know, there's so many gargantuan classics in DC's library that, you know... The thing that really makes me like DC more than Marvel is the fact that they do a pretty okay job of trying to explore the deeper ramifications of what beings with these powers in the world would actually mean to the world. Um, the thing that's so cool about the character The Flash, which is my favorite superhero, is that he, like, so much of the of the TV show and the stories about him for the last, like, 20 years or whatever have been just, like... Oh, I guess if you, a human, could move at infinite speed, that would mean that this other thing, physics thing, is true also. And, like, that's just how how his whole storyline always goes. Like, oh, I guess if you could move at infinite speed, that also means that you could travel back in time or pass through solid objects and stuff like that. And I very much like that because the Marvel version of it is like, oh, well... What if a guy had wings big enough to support a human man? Like, what would his life be like? Let's not worry about it. We're only ever going to show him when he's flying anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Here's how <laughs> like, his life- Fuck <laughs> off! That's the thing that I care about! I don't give a shit that he can, like, 
What does he do when he's not flying? How does he get shirts? <laughs> it's- oh, that's why I like the things. Uh, I guess they're doing Marvel's doing this more, but uh, this is from way back, and this is DC. Uh, the Adventures of Lois and Clark, which yes. was if Superman's whole deal was just sort of being in a romantic comedy drama TV show. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they, I feel like DC can do that more because DC, and in the same way, the Flash TV show is kind of like a crime procedural slash soap opera. <laughs> and they, they can do that because so many of their superhero characters, the most interesting stories about them are when they're not doing superhero stuff and they're just being a normal person being alive. Yeah. Uh, are you guys watching Crisis on Infinite Earths right now? No. No, I think I'm going to do the thing where I wait till it's over and then watch it all at once, because mm. I do not want to have it doled out to me. Yeah, yeah and I kind of want to fast forward through some plot lines, yeah. probably. <laughs> I, I want to know if Dean Kane is going to make a cameo in there. Ooh, yeah. man, if he does, I'm going to boo my TV yeah. so hard. Oh, man. It's such a shame. Oh, man. Like, two, really shit, have to be yeah. Yeah. Like two Ugh. weeks ago, um, me and Chris and Leah watched the film God's Not Dead, which... Um, oh, no. Was a mistake. Why? Um, because we thought it would be funny. Um, oh. And it was mostly funny, but it is also an extremely uh, bad propaganda piece. Like, it's a capably made movie that stands for everything wrong in the world, and Dean Cain is in it. How come we've all canceled Dean Cain, but somehow people are still, like, okay with this Frasier reboot, even though Dean Cain and Kelsey Grammer are equally conservative shitheads? <laughs> Because mm, it hasn't know. hit TV yet, and they're absolutely going to have to kick Kelsey Grammer off of it and call it The Cranes, which I think we talked about last week. Yeah, we, yeah, we did. did. Never mind. <laughs> Go on. Uh, so, I would like to tell you about a random page that I got. Please do. Very sparse. Same for, okay. my, for mine. I have linked it to you. It is called Atari Force Volume 23. Don't know if those numbers are connected, but there's a space between them. Uh, appearing in I Saw You Die. Uh, okay, so this is... Uh, the reason why it's like that is because you can't have special symbols in the titles. It is uh, uh-huh. Volume 2, Number 3. Okay. I don't understand how this seems to be a page for this issue. Yes. Atari Force Volume 2, 3. And then... The only information really is that's appearing in I Saw You Die. The issue is appearing in? No, it's telling something? us who appears in this issue. And it only tells us that the Atari Force appears in this uh, issue. Oh, yes. So what, what would be good is if it said Atari Force Volume 2, 3, title, I Saw You Die would be a good thing to put at the top yeah, of Yeah, the only clue to that is that it says <laughs> I Saw You Die in quotes above the picture of the comic. So I guess that's yes. the title. One so, of the things that I've always thought is very weird about comics is that the title of the comic isn't on the front of the comic almost ever. That's not okay. A lot of TV shows do that, too. Like, they don't put the title card up. I have a huge, like, I have so many opinions about this because I'm someone who bought comics for a long time, and it is, you have to learn a whole new language to understand (laughs) which issues you should be buying if you're going into the shop for the first time. Like, just put, sometimes, sometimes they do the amazing thing of saying, this is blah 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 story part one yeah it's like batman it's batman issue 785 or whatever but it is it is uh dark knight in gotham part one (laughs) perfect that's what i want 
every <laughs> single issue. For most comics that I've read, I've just gotten them in the collected trade book because I just don't want to have to piece it together. I want an editor to say, this is all the stories you need to know about Darkest Night. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. There's places online that will tell you that, though. Like, give you a tree on what you should read. Yeah, but then, well, I do like, like that. If you have to do it as they're coming out, though, that oh, yeah. can be very frustrating. That's true, yeah. I'm um, thinking more of book series that have ended. I have to do that with, if I'm trying to get trades for, like, interconnected stories, I have to be like, alright, they didn't put this all out in one book because it's, like, a hundred different comics, so yeah. what books do I need to get from the library? Because there's nothing on the books themselves that indicates this at all. It's kind of like trying to watch those crossover event episodes of the DC <laughs> TV shows, and you're like, fuck, I have to watch an episode of Arrow now? God damn it, this just sucks. Uh, Lucifer's <laughs> not even on this channel, what the hell? Where is that streaming? Uh, so let me cover the rest of this real quick. Featured characters in this issue. Atari Force. I should hope so, their name's on the cover. There is no other information, no trivia, no special notes. Synopsis not yet written. Uh, the cover it says Atari Force, and then a person... Who who I believe is named Packrat, because it says at the bottom, Packrat goes wild. This- I'm annoyed because I'm not able to edit this com- this page without logging in, and I mm. could very easily improve this page by putting antagonist Packrat. Yep. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> Packrat's an ally of theirs, and yeah, they're going he, wild. Who knows? Well, either way, he's his going wild is clearly causing a problem. <laughs> so we're seeing a man in the center who looks like a werewolf, like very feral and part animal, but instead of like having a werewolf face, he has huge like mouse ears and he's got long claws and sharp teeth and he is flinging his limbs in every direction there are people falling behind him and being hurt and he is kicking a guy square in the crotch <laughs> freaking I got don't him. think it is the no crotch. it's on it him looks thigh. like the crotch but only if he has one leg i think it's actually his hip yeah <laughs> well for his sake let's hope so so i guess maybe this is atari force they are men wearing black uh like body suits uh with yellow gloves and boots and then like purple vests with a bunch of tactical gear yep yellow hard hats as well. And their costumes are not very good. Yeah, I don't know why anyone would read a comic about these doofuses. They're not- they they are so indistinct as to not even have faces. Maybe Packrat is the hero. I think Packrat- Is he the Atari force? I think Packrat yeah. is the hero. It would be good I'm, if they would link to the characters from this. I'm reading- <laughs> I'm reading Packrat's page. Um, he looks like a goddamn Gelfling when he's not going wild, <laughs> and I hate it. Uh, his name is Tukla Oli. Hmm. Cool. Sure. Sure it is. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go into my random page. Yeah, do Please I, do. I, I got Beatrice Wetchslur. Wetchslur? Wetchslur. This has very big, um, Japanese baseball video game energy with the <laughs> yeah, naming. She's, she's a real Bobson Deadman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that you have a handful of them memorized to just pull out of your back pocket. Uh, you do that too, I'm quite sure. <laughs> um, this is an impossible to pronounce name. It's mm-hmm. W-E-C-H-S-L-E-R, which looks I, like a fairly normal name until you try to say it well, out loud. I think it's Wexler. Like, it would be the same uh, as yeah. a name that is commonly spelled with an X for the three uh. middle consonants. Oh yeah, this is definitely Wexler, because that's the uh, name for the like main IQ test, is the Wexler Adult Intelligence Scale. <laughs> uh, anyway, apparently Beatrice <laughs> Wexler is a barmaid, was a barmaid in the Lux, a bar owned by Lucas. 
Lucifer in Los Angeles, <laughs> so that's a thing. Yeah. That seems normal. Which Lucifer There's a couple of comic panels at the side. She's saying a lot of things. I'm not really going to read them. But the uh, artwork is mm, a bit amateurish for a professional comic, I will say. Yeah, yeah. it's really weird. Uh, it looks like it was probably drawn in the 90s. Um, or perhaps that weird early 2000s period where just well, any I'm, any old clown off the street could draw a whole comic. <laughs> I'm thinking this might be one of the characters from the uh, the Sandman spinoff Lucifer series. I think so. Almost all of Sandman was done in this. Hmm. I'm going to say bad art style. Is that yeah. okay? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of uh, fill in of her skin that's just using the gradient uh, paintbrush. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, this this was like so early in digital coloring that they didn't know how to do it yet. <laughs> um, yeah, this was first appearing in Lucifer: The Morning Star Option issue one from March nineteen ninety nine, um, and yeah. that artist I believe is Scott Hampton, who I I am willing to bet because every time I see this, it's true that this guy's art is phenomenal now. Every like bad nineties <laughs> artist who just sort of was like a a workaday like comic book artist when they get to draw a book now it looks amazing because they've just been drawing comics like for 20 years and haven't gotten <laughs> yeah. famous enough to ever stop so they've just keep getting better and better at it yeah i i've read a bunch of books about drawing because i've always wanted to be better at drawing than i am and i'm mediocre at best but um a lot of the ones that i've read have said like if you want to become an extremely good comic artist or any kind of artist just draw one like drawing a day or like no sorry they didn't say that they said just draw like five thousand drawings just force yourself to do it and by the end of that you'll be pretty good <laughs> yep uh, I read a thing once about uh, how kids develop certain hobbies or talents, and it's uh, things connect with you in a certain way. Where like, even though you're not good when you start something as a kid, thing certain things hit the part of your brain that's like, but I could be better, and certain mm. things don't. Yes. And, like, that kind of determines where you go. Like, because little kids all just draw, and they have no problem considering themselves good or bad. Like, they just do it. But then you reach a point where some people are going to feel like their drawing can get better, and some aren't. Yep. I mean, I will say I've literally never in my life drawn something and afterwards looked at it and been like, this is good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Does it count as <laughs> imposter syndrome if you don't actually uh, become successful? <laughs> Are you, you can you have trying. imposter syndrome for your hobbies? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I kind of do think that that might be true because I feel the same way about everything I've ever done, mm. now that I, I'm thinking about it. Oh, man. <sighs> uh, but luckily, I don't get paid to do anything that I care about, so yeah. I don't have imposter syndrome, because <laughs> I don't give a shit if I'm good at my job, as long as I get paid. <laughs> um, my random page is a blank page called Star City Lights. History of the organization has not yet been written. Paraphernalia, equipment, transportation, weapons, all say unknown. Notes, no special notes, trivia, no trivia. I know, Matt, we're approaching your heart out, so I just wanted to get through that. Hold on, yeah, is this I'm pretty star- mystified by this picture. Is this that- a star city where uh, the Flash lives? Uh, where Starman lives. Yeah, he lives what? in Central City. Oh yeah, I think the picture. Yeah, it looks like the picture is a uh, clipping from the like newspaper in the DC universe, where the Star City Lights is the name of a basketball oh. team. 
Yeah. Boo! Houston Rockets, Denver Nuggets, <laughs> Star City Lights. Many of them are real. And that's yes. Weird. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's I do love weird. the Dos Rios dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of, like, all right, the Lakers are going to go play against the Gotham City Knights. Yeah, what? the Lakers. Oh, it looks like Kobe Bryant is up <laughs> against Hawkman. <laughs> Why is, uh, hold on. Why is Hawkman playing professional basketball in Gotham why City? There's gotta be something in the rules of that. There's gotta be something in the rules. I think you'd have a hard time. Uh, you'd have to adjust the rule book to say that you're not allowed to play if you have wings that can lift you from the ground. I guess it depends on whether we're talking about the Hawkman whose wings are just a vest he puts on, or the Hawkman <laughs> who's a Birdman from space. Yes, that's true. Because uh, I guess the one who the wings aren't permanent, he could just take the wings off and then be a professional basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> like football rules where if it extends past your uniform it's fair game <laughs> people can grab your wings if they wanted to uh, that would set you up for some excellent alley-oops uh. hey hey, Shaquille O'Neal ride on my back as I fly you to the basketball hoop deciding to fly with Shaq despite your hollow bones was the real alley-oops in this situation right yeah they both died yes. <laughs> none of the None of either team survived that game. <laughs> Shaq landed on top of Hawkman, killing him instantly, and the bone shards cut his blood all up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's what the counter's report is that the bone shards cut his blood all up. Yep. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad this episode got one joke in it. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, uh, yeah, good. Yeah, we any, did it. Any final thoughts on DC? Yeah, it rules, love comics. Uh, I think their fine. publishing strategy is very good right now, because they're just letting the numbers on the comics get real high up, whereas Marvel will reboot after, like, six issues. Yeah, no one likes that. Alright, well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, if you liked the episode, please rate and review us on iTunes, and uh, you can get in touch with us by finding us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod, or you can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com. I'm- and oh, sorry. You can find me on Mastodon at Matt Heron at Mastodon.cloud. Please visit the web address, uh, Mastodon.cloud slash at symbol JK. Um, and you can follow me and hear my thoughts about The Mandalorian, um, <laughs> or HBO's Watchman, um, which is about a superhero who makes wristwatches. Um, I mean, it kind of is, yeah, it Jeff. Kinda is. That was a bad joke. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, that show is getting very fun to me. Um, it's a good show. Yeah, it's, I hate that it's good. It makes me upset that it's good. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, anyway, you can follow me on Instagram, JeffJK, Snapchat, same name, JeffJK. Um, DM any of us to get an invite to the Discord, where sometimes people post pictures of a cat. That's true. A lot of people on the Discord have very cute cats. Uh, you can find me on Mastodon, at Louisa, at Mastodon.xyz. Alrighty. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Sorry for the truncated ending. I gotta go to a Christmas concert. So, I will catch you guys next time. All of us will. Wait. (laughs) Do it. I'm doing it. I'm nailing this ending, you guys. Yeah, yeah. All of us will catch you next time. But in the meantime, please don't forget to keep your pockets on Shrek. Catch you on the flippy flop. (laughs) It's always different, but it's never good. (laughs) 